Welcome to the Walk in Power podcast, where I believe that confidence is your superpower. I am your host, Carmen B., founder of Healthy Energy Actively Living, also known as HEAL, and creator of the Manifesting Love Journey, a transformational course designed to help ambitious women regain their confidence, find balance, and build healthy habits to achieve optimal wellness, all while building the life they desire and deserve. Because listen, my belief is that no woman should have to choose between her health and success when she deserves both. My mission here is to inspire you to own your power to make wellness a priority while crushing your goals with grace. I'll be inviting some amazing and inspirational guests who will share about their journey to wellness and offer tips for your toolbox. My hope is that every episode leaves you better than you came and you would gracefully share your experience with someone else. If you're ready to prioritize your wellness and build unstoppable confidence to crush your goals, then you're in the right place. And I'm so happy you decided to join me here today. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, my Walk Empower family. What a pleasure to be here with you as we embark on this second month of the year. It's so hard to believe that we're already in February. But even harder to believe that we have been in a pandemic for two years, right? Like, when this pandemic first started, my mindset at least was, okay, here's something else that, you know, we're going to go through. It'll come. It'll go. But never imagined that we would still be dealing with something like this. Sometimes I feel like... I'm in a twilight zone. Like, this is unreal. This is something that we see in a movie, right? That we never imagine would happen to us, would happen in the real world. But this is our history. And I want to take an opportunity to send my heart and condolences out to everyone experiencing challenges during this time have been experiencing challenges since this has began, has struggled with so much loss. My heart goes out to you when I pray that things just begin to look up for you, that this is the year of turnaround for you. So this is the first episode of the year. And the year started off a little rough for me. (laughs) I was sick, so... I decided to take some time to rest and restore my health and my energy so that I can be ready to come back and do the work that I love, which is being here with you, showing up for you, and just pouring out, pouring out, pouring and filling your cup up. And when I'm filling you, trust me, I'm also being filled. I want to thank everyone for their support of this podcast. It started off as a dream and something I was just thinking about and 
God spoke to me and said, it's time. So I'm happy that I'm here. I'm happy that I followed my heart and did what was placed inside me to show up for you. So let's dive into today's topic. Today, we're going to start with a question. And I want to start by asking you, who are you living for? This is a question that has been weighing on me, weighing on my heart as I've been in conversations with friends and family and clients and always hearing them talk about why they work so hard, why they either study hard or, you know, get up every day and go to work or strive towards just making more money or being better. And they always give me the same reason. I'm doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my parents or my grandparents because I want them to be proud of me. You know, I'm doing it to prove that I'm capable. I'm doing it to prove to the people who said I couldn't that I can I, as I'm, as, as I listen to these statements, it reminds me of when I thought the same way. Starting off, you know, in my childhood, I had a lot of challenges. I had a lot of trauma. I grew up in poverty and then got pregnant with my first son at the age of 13, which only made the challenges I experienced in my life even more challenging, right? Like you come from going through trauma and losing your parents and just having all of these really hard times and then you get pregnant at 13 and things did not look like they were going to get any better for me. And then hearing from my family at that time in my life that I was a failure, that I would never amount to anything, that I was stupid, that I was worthless. And for a long time, I believed these things. But at the end of the day, I now had a baby that I had to take care of. So I began to draw my motivation from him saying, I don't want him to struggle the way I struggled. I don't want him to have to live in poverty or to ever need for anything or want for things that I could not provide. So I I went to college. So I, I got great jobs. I made good money. I made sure we always had a home. We had a car. We had food. I worked really hard. But also my thought was, I'm going to work really hard so that my son can see how hard I work so that he will also work really hard, right? So that he would also work really hard, go after his dreams, go after his goals, and not let anything stop him. However, while that was my mindset while I, when I was setting goals at that time in my life, When I hit a point, a breaking point in my life where I felt like it was do or die, where I felt like 
my life was really crumbling is when I began my healing journey. And on that healing journey, I also discovered that I was not only doing it for my son, but I was also doing it for my past. I was doing it out of fear, out of fear of continuing to live in poverty, out of fear of proving my family right for the things that they said about me, for the person they said I could and would never be. So all of my motivation was driven by fear. And that was a major revelation for me. So I had a lot of accomplishments, right? I graduated college several times. I climbed the ladder in all of my jobs as a nonprofit manager. I purchased a home. I, I did all of these incredible things in my life. But for some reason, it never felt like enough. If I accomplished one thing, I was always just looking forward to the, what's the next thing I could accomplish and what else can I do and what else can I do? And that sounds really positive, right? Like, okay, she's growing. She always wants to do more, but I only wanted to do more so that I can be seen. I only wanted to do more so that I can prove that I'm worthy. And because those Thoughts, those experiences, that fear was controlling the goals I was setting, I was setting for myself, controlling my actions, controlling my thoughts, controlling my habits, because all of those things, my, my fear of letting my son down, my fear of, you know, validating what my family said, my fear of living in poverty, because everything was being controlled by those influences. I could not experience happiness. I could not experience fulfillment in anything I did because I was never doing it for me. I was completely disconnected from my authenticity. I was looking to the outside world for direction. I was looking to my experiences for direction. I was looking, making sure. So if I did something, seeing what the response would be, right? And if the response was not the response I was hoping for, then I had to put on another performance. That's really what it is. When we are being controlled by those outside influences and all of our habits, our thoughts, our goals, everything that we do is controlled, is motivated by outside influences, we began performing. And when we're not receiving the response we desire, we increase the performance. But guess what? In that performance, you get really tired. You get really tired because you're like, I'm working so hard. I'm doing so much. Why? Aren't I receiving the validation I believe I deserve? Why aren't I receiving the pat on the back, the job well done, 
the affirmations and confirmations that I'm good enough. Okay, well, I'm tired, but I guess I have to do more. And we keep doing more. And that's how I became an overachiever. I became an overachiever because of the trauma I experienced. And everything I achieved were not things that were in my heart. They weren't things that I dreamt of. They weren't things that ignited my spirit. I went to college because I was told I could never go to college. I was too stupid. I made too many dumb decisions. So now here I am going to college over and over and over again, getting degrees. And guess what else I got? Debt from student loans. And even after I got a master's degree, I still felt like it was not good enough. But I also received messages that it was not good enough from my family. Because once I graduated with my master's, the first question they ask is, you, wow, you accomplished all that. Now, when are you going to go back for your doctorates? It wasn't enough. So on my healing, this revelation that I was being controlled told me it was time to take my power back. It was time to quiet the noise happening on the outside so that I can hear what was happening on the inside. It was time for me to reconnect with my authentic self so that I can begin working from my instincts, working from the person I truly am at my core and stop working for others. I had to stop living for what they believed I should be. I had to stop living for what they believed I could not be. But I also had to stop living for my children. Because I realized that if I begin to live for myself, if I get reconnected with the person I truly am and begin doing the things that are in my heart, I will find joy. I will find happiness. But my joy and happiness will also rain on my children. It will rain on everyone I encounter. It will rain on everything I touch. So how do we do that? How do we quiet the noise in order to get reconnected with our authentic selves, with who we truly are at our core so that we can connect to our gifts to our passion, to our purpose. That's what happens when we quiet the outside noise and get reconnected with ourselves. So we have to start one by asking ourselves, am I happy where I am right now? And do an evaluation in every area of your life to evaluate, am I happy in this area of my life? Why or why not? And if you're not happy, what do I need to do? What steps do I need to take in order to begin to experience joy in this area of my life? Are the goals, the dreams that I have, 
are they in alignment with the true desires of my heart? And, and the true desires of your heart, when you think about it, is that very thing that you think about all the time. The thing that you may, you may watch shows about it. You may watch YouTube about it. You may always be reading about it. You may dream about what, what could life be if I could be doing that and have fulfillment, be making money, just showing up, being happy. What would my life be like if I was doing that? Are you doing that? If you're not doing that, why why aren't you doing it? What's holding you back? Whose dream are you living? You know, in the work that I do daily um, as, as a director of a nonprofit, a lot of the young people who I work with, they make their college plans based on what their families want for them. So if their family says, no, you have to go to school for nursing, you have to go to school to be a doctor, you have to go to school to be an engineer, all the, all the jobs that we know are secure, right, that make money, they do it because they want to make their families proud. But in their hearts, they're artists, right? They're singers, they're cooks. I mean, the things that I see in these young people Yet they put what's in their heart. They put their instincts aside to follow the dreams of their families. I've met so many people who have had extremely lucrative careers, whether as lawyers, doctors, nurses, you name it. But they're so unhappy, even though they're making great amounts of money. Because they're not working in their gift. They're not working in their power. They're not doing the work that's in their heart. And this is what happens when we're not operating in our authenticity, when we're not operating in our gifts. We end up doing what we believe is best in order to live a... um, a successful life, right? In order to make money. So you'll find yourself working at great jobs, making great money, and you're miserable. Because you're not doing what you love. And when you're not doing what you love, you have to ask, who am I doing this for? Who am I, whose dream is this? Is it mine? Am I being controlled by outside influences? What other people said are best for me? What society says I should be doing, right? And and this is not only in your jobs, but also thinking about, you know, in, in your relationships as a mother, as a wife, as a husband, as a daughter. We're always striving to be better for all of these roles that we play on a daily basis. We want to be better mothers. We want to be better sisters, better daughters. And so we we perform in order to be what's considered the best by the standards of your family, by the standards of the world, by the standards of your community. But what about the standards of your heart? What is your heart telling you? What are your instincts telling you? 
And I will tell you the louder the outside influences are, the less you'll be able to hear what's happening inside of you. So you have to quiet those outside influences. Quieting those outside influences may look like taking time to be alone. May look like journaling, turning your phone on silent and going for a walk. Decreasing the amount of time you spend on social media or on the phone with friends and family. Decreasing the amount of time you spend watching TV to reconnect with yourself. And in that reconnection, you'll be able to discover who you truly are and what you truly desire. Then you can begin to receive the answers for how to move forward in alignment with those very things. So again, take inventory of every area of your life. Ask yourself, am I happy in these areas? Am I happy in my relationship? Am I happy in my job? Is my soul fulfilled? Am I happy in my spiritual life? And if you're not, why? And once you discover that why, take action towards fulfillment. Take action towards healing. You know, in the work that I do with the Manifesting Love journey, this is exactly what we focus on is how do you get back to you? Right? It's, it's the reset. Right, Because when we come into this world, we are given instruction for how to live. We are given instruction and direction for what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to show up, how we're supposed to behave, what we're supposed to say, how we're supposed to talk, right? how we're supposed to dress, how we're supposed to live, how we're supposed to parent, how we're supposed to be lovers, how we're... Everything we receive direction for. And everything you do is based on the direction you receive. Right? That that's the blueprint you were given. But guess what? Those blueprints came from somebody else's experiences. That direction that you're receiving came from someone else's experiences. Whether there's whether it was a successful experience, whether it was a failure, it was just passed on to you in order to mold you. But in the reset, you can get back to your authentic self. You can release the need to perform based on the script you were given so that you can reconnect with your soul, reconnect with the authentic version of you. The authentic version of you is the most beautiful version of you. The authentic version of you is the most purposeful version of you, is the most gifted version version of you. So I want to encourage you today to take a moment to reconnect with that person. Listen to your heart. Listen to your soul. Trust your heart and your soul. Trust your instincts and do whatever it takes to walk in alignment with what they are telling you. From that place, you will find fulfillment. From that place, you will find joy. Stop living for others and begin living for you. 
I'll also say that when you begin living for yourself, I think that's the best gift you can give to the world, the best gift you can give to yourself, the best gift you can give to your children is doing what makes you happy. What could bring greater joy than watching your children, watching your friends, watching your family operate in their true, authentic greatness? What can bring you greater joy than that? It starts with you. Thank you for your time today. I am your host and elated to be here with you, Carmen B. And until next time, walk in power. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Walk in Power podcast. I hope you feel enlightened and inspired to make your wellness a priority, got some tools for your toolbox, and are feeling encouraged to walk in power. Don't forget to subscribe to catch every new episode. And please leave a review along with any topics you would like to hear me share on. If you haven't done so already, head over to my website at www.healwithcarmenb.com to check out the services I have to offer. And while you're visiting, subscribe to my mailing list to receive updates on new episodes and upcoming events. I've also created a Walk and Power Facebook community and you're invited to join. Here, we can continue these discussions that are shared during our time together. You can stay connected through Instagram at Heal with Carmen B and on Facebook at Healthy Energy Actively Living. Until next time, walk in power. With love, Carmen B.